0: Leeds United We're gonna give the boys
1: a hand Welcome back to the official Leeds United podcast with me, Matthew Lewis. It's been long overdue and I'm very, very pleased to announce that I'm being joined by club legend Michael
0: Bridges again. How are you, mate? I'm very well, thank you, mate. I'm um... It's taken us a while to adapt to the English weather after spending five days in Orlando with you last time I saw you, mate, but um, we've had yes. a nightmare with the weather and I've, I've missed you. There you go. I've actually missed you. I never thought I'd say that. Well, we're having a little
1: cold snap here. It's 14 degrees Celsius today. Oh, well, there you go. It's a little chilly
0: today. Um, what's it like back there right now? How is it? I think we're up to about nine or 10, but the last few oh, okay. days we've had, we've had minus, I think it was down in Leeds, minus seven during the week over the last weekend. So not the, not the greatest, mate and i i love me golf it was 30 degrees i love me golf i haven't been able to play golf
1: <laughs> i i've no, i've got tennis elbow from golf interesting little fact for you apparently golfers get tennis elbow more commonly
0: than Golfers elbow. I think that might say a lot more about your dodgy swing I than it is ex- about your golf. I think that's exactly what doc, it is. When you told the doctor you played golf, you went, "Mate, this looks like a bit more like tennis." So you're doing something wrong, lad. Mate, that is exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, unfortunately,
1: um, but yeah, I'm. I've uh, oh got. I'm having all this bloody sticking needles in my elbow and that, trying to fix it. So I'm not playing golf either. If that's any consolation for you, I don't know if well, that makes you feel better. No, it
0: doesn't, because you've got overuse. I've got non-use. So. Right. <laughs> so what have you been up to then in this? Uh, Uh, cold cold winter you're having do you know, I've just been enjoying seeing a lot of the family, watching the kids play their games at the weekend, um, and coming down to Elland Road and doing doing a lot of work with Leeds United. Mate, it's been fantastic to keep up the ambassador work, come at the games, meeting the fans and the sponsors, and obviously jumping on the podcast every now and again, which is um, that's keeping us very very busy. And I'm loving loving the media, as you know. I'm like, I've got oh, a face for, face for radio, but I'm I'm getting a few gigs. You know what I mean?
1: We're hearing <laughs> no, we're hearing your voice. We're hearing your voice on the TV yeah. every weekend. It's been a bit of a roller coaster at Leeds United. Since yeah. since last time I saw you, and I don't just mean league position. Um, it, you know, it's been all change. Um, in the management room what do you feel about that so far I mean we'll talk about recent games in a moment but what
0: do you feel about um, you know Javi Gracia's start to his to his reign how do you feel about all that well it couldn't have got any better with a, a win at home against Southampton do you know what I mean That, if you think of the pressure that was on him and the players and the atmosphere at the ground was absolutely incredible and there was moments where I was you know, the, the crowd are behind the team but then the anticipation the nerves are kicking in mm-hmm. and you can feel the level just going and then all of a sudden it takes a few fans to get it up and going again and get you out of that. Um, I call it like the, the tunnel vision where you, you're sure. so nervous and, the you know, the players will feel that. But they, they, they hung on, the crowd got behind them. And that was a, a monumental result when you think all about the league position that they win. Yeah. So you got off to the best possible start. What does that get you? that gets the fans believing that gets the players believing and you know another another cracking result um or a draw which i think is a big result against brighton um i've been really impressed with what 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 he's done and what his staff have come in and, and achieved and i think the the biggest thing for me i've seen a change in the style of play um yeah. which is what we needed to kickstart the season yeah
1: what's been the biggest changes that you've in terms of the style of play obviously we're a, we're a lot more compact. At we? we're a bit more solid. Um, yeah. But what what do you feel has been the most? I suppose a the most obvious and b the most yeah. positive change that you've that you've noticed.
0: We're not one dimensional, so right. we're, we've we're versatile. We can change it up. Um, I think you've seen in in the games that we are playing into the teams. There's moments where we're trying to affect their style of play by mm. being a, a bit more instead of being. You know, active and going for the press. We're just waiting and trying to not allow the passes and balls to go into the midfield areas and not leave as much space. Um, and then other times when we get the ball, I love seeing the width and the style of play again. And um, we're playing yeah. a much more expansive style, um, and a lot more composed as well. We're not I, I felt for Bamford in several games, in the lads that were playing up front as a lone striker, because some of the balls yeah. that are just getting pinged up, if if you're not getting I mean, support to him, it's it's very
1: speculative. Tough. Is uh, an understatement, wasn't it, for some of them? Didier Drogba wouldn't have held the,
0: some of them <laughs> passes up. Man, I'm telling you, and he was he was he was the unbelievable classic number nine by yourself. He changed the game. Um, so yeah, so it, it's been very positive. Yeah. Um, like you say, the, the FA Cup defeat, two wonder goals were yeah. and I, I looked, I'm looking at the game for stats and everything, and I think you know we created lots of chances. Yeah. And I always say to the to the fans and the people when we're at the ground as well, when we're doing the lounges, I always say, listen, as I, if I put my coaching head on and I'm trying to say, right, it's a 2-0 defeat, but look at the positives, look how many chances yeah. we created. So as coaching staff, they're doing their job to get the chances for the players the coaching staff and the manager cannot put the ball in the back of the net, the fans. People have got to stand up and be accountable and we've seen it finally, Patty, I was just wishing him to shoot, I and mean, we need a little bit of luck—a deflection against Brighton, and then yeah. Jack Harrison pulling something out of on his right foot. By the way, in the top corner. Yeah, it's a shame he couldn't do it five minutes earlier, wasn't it? I know, I know <laughs> exactly. So these are the things. So that—that's confidence. That—that—that that, that yeah. spreads. So I've—I've I've been suitably impressed, and I think the—the the change, um, as much as you don't want to see change at a football club, it was—it was needed, yeah. and we've seen we've seen some positives come out of it so far.
1: You know, that Fulham game was a was a was a strange one because you know obviously the the goal that should have stood um for Ruter um that would have yeah. would have changed the game if that had been allowed to stand which yeah. it should have done um in my opinion um but you know totally it was two, it was two shots on goal and and two goals i mean how many times yeah. have lee united been on the the wrong end of of that um yeah. and fulham they're a team that are flying high and as you just mentioned there the, cu- the crucial word confidence now in our first season in the premier league when we were full of confidence We were just striking the ball and it was going in. Because that's what happens when you're in form and you're feeling good. When you're at the bottom of the table and you're not in form and you're struggling for it and you hit the ball, it goes into row Z. And we just happened to face a team on the day that when they hit it, it goes in. But I thought we were the much better team and I thought we created more um and we created better chances. We just we just didn't put them in the net, did we? I was actually really, really buoyed by, by that performance despite the
0: result. And that's the toughest thing to swallow. That's the toughest pill to swallow as a as a player. When you get in there and you go, Oh, how many chances we create compared to them? Yeah, it's all good and well, but we didn't hit the back of the net. So right. I, I love the confidence levels of what the what like Jack Harrison having a crack with his right foot, Patty Bamford, when the whole of Ellen Road just see him line up, just hit it. And the yeah, conf- yeah. like I say, the confidence you get from that, because I, I was just saying before the game and in one of the lounges I just want Patrick he's getting his opportunity I want something going off his backside off his nose and he's got no idea what, about it but thankfully, he took it up on himself and he didn't have any nerves about it. And for, for me, that shows where where we are getting to and the confidence has grown within the camp. And that is down to the new training environment, definitely. Yeah. And we've earned that bit of luck, haven't we? I mean, Pat yeah. himself, but the whole
1: team, we've, we've been on the wrong end of them all season. We've earned that yeah. bit of luck. And I think that, that it's, it's going to be a really interesting period now, the next sort of month or so. Because, yes, okay, we lost to Chelsea very narrowly. Defensively very good in that game, by the way. I thought they were defensively outstanding. And away away from home at Stamford Bridge. And and at home to a a very good Brighton team who I actually was, you know, I don't watch their games every week, but their their speed of thought and passing was fantastic at the weekend. Um, So to get a good draw against them. And yet the only team around us that we've played, uh, Southampton, we beat them. So I'm really interested in this period where we're playing teams around us. I don't think that we can really judge uh, Gracia's results based on the last, you know, two two games. We need to look at when we play the teams around us.
0: Starting this weekend with with Wolves, and that's the bigger picture. If you win the games around you, we're going to be safe, and that's what it's about. And like you say, the, I think the benefit from that is the result against Southampton. Picking up a point against a very, very good team who, again, had a manager change. You think Potter went from, from um, Brighton to Chelsea. They've gone through a transition mm. and the Zerbi's taken them on to a whole new level yet again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they've kicked on. So hopefully we get that kick, which we've seen early on, and we continue. And you beat the teams around you. Do you know what is strange? I've been in relegation battles before with Sunderland as a player. And obviously, last you know, when when we when Jesse kept um, Leeds up last season, there's a very different atmosphere at the moment. And and I turned up and and I was walking to Welland Road after driving down from Newcastle, and I was skipping into the west the west stand, and they were going, "Are you all right?" I said, "I'm I'm just so confident at the moment." So I'm I I am, and you can just feel there's a there's a different type of nervousness around around Elland Road I feel Um, but that's in a good way but I don't want to get too overconfident you know what I mean yeah no absolutely we've we've been in that situation before some of the players have have felt it from last season they understand what it takes to get out of a situation like this Um, and that again is a very positive uh, for Leeds United well uh, speaking of players and positivity um
1: we actually can get one of them on um, and we can ask him about it ourselves. How about that? Um, so, without further ado, please welcome to the show, or back to the show, uh, our old friend Robin Cock. How you doing, mate? Hello, hello. Yeah, I'm good, good. Thank you. Um, you've just uh, you just come out of training and had a bit of
2: lunch. How's that gone today? Yeah, good. So, we had the first session today, um, gym seven straight after. And uh, yeah, like you said, Noah
1: just come come from lunch to yeah have a quick chat with you <laughs> well we we appreciate it we might as well get 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 straight into this year, which obviously has been has been difficult what are your thoughts on 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 this year so far yeah obviously it's
2: a it's a difficult uh, season for us um, i mean um we're in the relegation battle now and um in not an easy situation but um yeah so it's quite a hard season for a lot of clubs because it's so so tight down there, and um, there are many teams in there. Yeah, that's the situation now, and um, yeah, we we have to make sure we go go through this time and um, yeah, stay in stay in the league. That's a big goal,
0: Rob. You're just talking about the the season so far. It's been a big transition um, lately with obviously a new manager coming in. I was at Leeds in 2000, well, joining '99 till 2005 and. Towards the back end of my time at Leeds United, we went through three managers um, during a spell of a year and a bit. So it was, you know, getting used to the new formations, the new tactics, the new systems. How have you enjoyed that transition, and, and what's your thoughts on on the new the new manager and the, the staff that have come in?
2: Yeah, obviously it's never never good um, when a when a coach has to leave or when there's a change. So um, yeah, the we as a player we had to yeah we had to adapt, and I think it. It worked quite well, obviously. It's um, every time hard, the like you said, the switch and um, the new, new things uh, to adapt for every player and as a team. But um, yeah, we try, we try as hard as we can as a team to to get the uh, information from the coaching staff, on the pitch, off the pitch, in the video session, um, and yeah, uh, the the coaches is making sure that everyone is understanding his um, his way to play. And um yeah, like I said, it's it's different. So sometimes on a training pitch and um, where you yeah, explained or even with one we so one to one session with a player on the pitch or uh, yeah, after the training or before training in the video sessions.
0: You know, I had the pleasure of joining you, you and the team on pre-season tour in Australia. And it was interesting seeing Jesse Marsh um, and in the tactics and you know, going through the video sessions. It was great to be around around you you lads and see what was going on in the inner sanctum. It was all about the counter press and you know the narrow win the ball back. What's been the biggest thing that you've seen uh, under Javier since he's come in with the the style and what have you embraced?
2: Yeah, obviously. Um, so he knew as well that we were quite good in um, yeah like this things counter pressing and yeah try to create chances um, from there. So um, we want to keep this, but um, yeah, I think his focus is like a bit more with the ball and the build-up style um yeah in which we we worked quite a bit now in this uh few uh first days and weeks now
1: has there been anything um that's changed drastically at the back? Because we look, you know, over the last few weeks have looked much more solid. Um, You yourself have been having some great performances. Has has, has anything changed drastically at the back um, for for you guys, for for yourself and Max and and, and the rest of the the defensive team? I think
2: it's, uh, so we maybe a bit more more secure because we're not like that um, aggressive in every ball and want to counter press every situation. So we're a bit, Mm -hmm. Like I said, we we're quite good in this, um, but we are not going for every ball. So even, yeah, I think our strikers and midfield have you now a good, um, good feeling when to go, and maybe sometimes it's better when to stay and not run alone. Yeah, out of out of possession basically, and um, yeah, and press in a situation where it's better to stay in the formation. So I think we're doing, yeah, definitely defensively quite quite well as a team, and obviously it helps. Um, helps us in the last line, um especially Max and me as a centre-back.
0: Matt, you must have been doing your coaching badges, mate, because you've made a good analogy there, Matt. You've, you've picked up on that and <laughs> put the question over to, to Robin. I've been studying. Yeah, hopefully a <laughs> few, few more
1: years to, to get into a coach
0: then. <laughs> you stick to what you do, Matt, and that's the acting, right? Don't get Robin's yeah, this okay. technical side well, of well, stuff. I, pret- I pretend I know what I'm talking
1: about, you see. That's the thing.
0: That was absolutely <laughs> spot on. But like you've just said there, Robin, I, I, I do see that um, obviously you just know when and, when and why to Press and obviously went to sit off to a, to allow other things to happen. Um, Max Vorba coming in. Um, I think you've built up a very good relationship with him. Has has the communication gone gone up a new level with with him being involved in the team as well?
2: Um, yeah, obviously he's uh, quite a good good player, and um, yeah, so we have many many good players and uh, many good centre backs as well. But um, yeah, bringing him in is another another quality player, and um, he adapted well in the in the team and. Um, yeah, so for me, for me, um, the games I played with him were really good, and the understanding is really good. Sometimes even we speak a little bit German, so. Well, that's what we um, were thinking. Maybe the, barriers, well, <laughs> maybe the language barrier, the
0: language is a bit easier for you. You know, that's that's one thing that a lot. Yeah, you... but I'm I'm more than two
2: and a half years here you now, so now it's fine. He, <laughs> he should come uh, in my first year maybe. <laughs> I'm
1: cur- I'm curious when you're on the pitch because obviously it's it's reflexive everything's got to be quick and 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 you got to yeah, get yeah, the defensive yeah. line organized and i don't know how good bill and, and junior's german is but do you speak english on the pitch <laughs> or do you, or do you and max speak yeah. uh, speak german
2: nah no, i speak so most of the time english but sometimes like you said it's reactive so uh, like a strike is running then you're shouting just your instinct to to shout something, and then sometimes uh, I shout something in German to him. But uh, yeah, most of the time in English, and especially with all the other players, uh, speak English on the pitch.
0: You see, Matt, the reaction the reaction that Max Vober will give from when Robin shouts in German is completely different to the reaction you would get from Liam Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the communication's gone up a new notch now. <laughs> what about the Brighton game? Um, obviously, they, I thought watching the game. You know the first first few minutes of the match, they're, they're a very well organised team. Um, you could see they they understood the moments when they had the ball, when they didn't have it. But obviously we found a way to to counteract that in the end and got a fantastic result. So how did you feel that game went?
2: Yes, we had video sessions and prepared obviously the game um, with the with the coaching stuff, and we knew that Brighton is yeah one of the best teams with the ball at the moment in in the Premier League. So they're yeah, really well organized. Uh, style of playing is um yeah different to any other team in uh, yeah at the moment and um, we knew they're they're really good. And um we knew we have to have to suffer a lot because it's hard to to get the ball away from them and um on the other side not open up because when mm. you press them quite high they still have four players on the last line and yeah. often look for look for transition then and um yeah they're really dangerous with the with the players in front, and we knew that before. Yeah, so exactly like this was the game. Then in the end, so we had to, we had to defend really well as a team. We had to suffer sometimes and uh, go through these times in the in the game. And um, yeah, in the end, we we got one one point out of this game. Against a really good side.
1: What's the feeling in the camp on that uh, on that point? Because I've I've been racking my brains over the last few days to to, to try to figure out how I feel about about that point. And I th- I thought it was fantastic. I thought yep. against against that Brighton team playing the way they they do, I thought that was a yep. really well fought and well earned point. And I thought everyone played their part in it. That said, obviously in terms of the league position with Everton and Bournemouth freaking wins um, it's not been as, as good as we would have hoped so what's the feeling in camp about that point is everyone still uh-uh. buoyed by it and ready ready for next week
2: yeah so if you ask me after the game i would my, uh, how do you say result would be completely different because ah uh, and uh yeah the team was like a bit disappointed after the match we felt like we could we could win this game even we knew they're quite good, and um obviously they had chances as well. But right after the the game in the dressing room, you could feel okay, everyone is uh, yeah, a bit disappointed. We we wanted out three points and we thought okay, we could get three points as well. Then um yeah, the coach spoke to us and said, Um, yeah, every point counts now, and um this is a really good point against a really good side, and now um yeah few days later um, it feels a bit more like like you said before um yeah we got one point again really good good side obviously the other teams got points as well so um, that's how it is now in the in the relegation battle but um, yeah now the focus is on the next next ne- next match and we can um, get positive things out of this game and there's the focus now yeah
0: do you know what it is, Matt? I've not seen that. Obviously, the lads would have been working all week on training to, because I love the little block of four front to stop the midfielders getting on the ball. And I was sitting with a lot of the fans who were saying just press, press, press. And I'm trying to say, yeah, no, they've yeah. worked, they've worked, the team have worked on something. they they don't want to break the lines. Yeah, they've got to do it. So what's really refreshing is that the players getting results against Southampton. The team are getting result a result against Brighton at home. They're buying into what the manager is obviously putting out there. And to hear that the lads are disappointed with a draw at home, that's that's so refreshing to hear and so rewarding. So the fans, are, you know, to hear that our players are disappointed is absolutely magic because that's positive mm-hmm. signs. Well, I mean, uh, this, this is a team that dismantled West
1: Ham 4-0 last week. Let's make no mistake, yeah. this is a very good team and, and, and we stood huh. up to them. So I, I, was, I thought it was a great point. Personally.
0: Now, Robin, I was a man at Leeds United that had many, many injuries in my time here, right? I was known as the sick note. I've actually got a plaque on one of <laughs> I've got a plaque on one of the um, treatment tables. Most players get statues outside the ground. I've got a plaque on a treatment bed to say Michael Bridges was here. You've had a few knocks Junior time at Leeds United, mate, but now you're having a lovely spell injury-free. So, um, how, how are you enjoying that, mate? And what, what have you done to, to keep on top of everything?
2: Yeah, so obviously um, after my two. Big injuries um, I had in the first two seasons, which is yeah hard for every player. So, I mean, if you're not able to play, it's yeah. the hardest thing for a player. So, yeah, I've worked hard in this time when I was injured to come back. And um, now I'm working exactly the same way to stay healthy and stay um, on top of every injury. Obviously, sometimes injuries happen. You can't do anything, but yeah, I try to put as many work in as I can to to stay fit and stay um, on on the best performance um, and be, be in the best shape to to play every every week.
1: Well, I mean, it's clearly impacted the form. I mean, those run of games that you've had, do you feel that that's, that's helped you settle? I don't want to say settle, because you've been here for years now, but your form in the last few months since you've had this run of games has been, has been exceptional. Have you felt that just finally having this consistent run of the team has been really beneficial?
2: Yeah, so obviously, when, you, when you're injured and um, been out for like three, four months and come back, you need some time to to come back after injuries and then I got injured again. So like my first two years weren't so easy, but now, mm. um, yeah, I've been able to play week for week and uh, feel good about my body. So um, obviously that's the most important for every player to, to stay fit and make the games. And then you can uh, show off your quality because when you're not fit or like, every time with small injuries or coming back from an injury, it's hard to perform
0: f- perform on top level. Do You know, it's tough as well, Rob, and I remember the first couple of games back after I was out for seven months, yeah. and it was in the reserves and yeah. in, in the an- the anticipation and the worry about going in for a tackle or just doing something where you you might find yourself on the treatment table. It's all about getting that confidence once again, isn't it? To get a few games yeah. going.
2: It's always in the back of your head when you come from yeah. an injury. And uh, obviously you want to you want to stay fit and want to uh, play and bring good performance, but um, yeah, especially when you come back after a long injury and you're a bit, um, so not 100% sure you go into the tackle or, um, yeah, don't want to get injured and stuff like this, but if you play games after games, you feel, you feel secure again and uh, yeah, you can perform
0: the body can feel good but this can be a, a the brain is such a positive yeah, thing but yeah, it would be yeah. such a dangerous thing as well at times yeah
1: especially when you you keep getting smacked in the head i mean how many head injuries have you copped for this season <laughs> and last season i've got to admire your commitment to keep sticking your head in there because you you keep catching something, don't you?
2: <laughs> yeah i got some uh, some scars on my head so ho- hopefully i never <laughs> got bold but uh, yeah so now it's fine so i only got the button one little cut here you can see the rest is uh yeah it's top top. Of that, so I've, to tell you what, there's, to cover it, yeah.
0: <laughs> there's not many centre halves have had as many knocks as Robin has, and still look as handsome as he I does. A <laughs> lot of them have got the yes. noses are normally <laughs> bent across the face and everything. So <laughs> keep an eye on that.
1: <laughs> um, so let it, let it not be said that we don't ask the difficult questions on the Leeds United podcast.
0: Oh, what you got coming here, Matt?
1: So obviously, I'm sure you're aware. There's been speculation, obviously, in the German media this week about about your future. Um, we're not going to put you too much on the spot, but um, how happy are you in, in in Leeds with with regard to the to those stories? Was that was that a surprise to you? Have you got an eye on your future, or are you very comfortable where you are right now?
2: Yeah. So like uh like I said before and um in the past, so. Um, I love the team here and uh, the club and uh, the environment so like everyone is like like a family and I said it um yeah quite often and this is this is what I feel right at the moment there's always um yeah media maybe interest from Germany and um yeah it's it's just like part of football and um then um yeah When the media is is printing someone and something on in newspaper obviously fans fans read it and um yeah so for me personally i'm i'm focused on the situation and everyone knows how how much uh, i like my team here and the club and um like i said all the the environment and working together um yeah but it's part of the business that that there are noises from outside who comes to you and even yeah sometimes um comes to fans and then fans come to me uh, what is going on and um, yeah as a player, you can't really do a lot of things there. So yeah, my job is to focus, is to focus and that's yeah what I do every day and like I said, I'm just focusing on this uh, moment and we have big games in front of
0: us got to hear it Matt Robin and the fans should embrace it because he's getting talked about with other clubs that means for one yeah. you're playing well you're in the spotlight you're playing well for the team you're playing for and the teams that have been mentioned you know that is it refreshing I don't want to hear Robin getting mentioned with teams like Coventry City and Wrexham that means he's having a nightmare so it's right. it's only good it's only good for the football club that we've got a player now that's uh, playing uh, regular uh, and like you say you caught you can't stop speculation that's that's what football is all about yeah. it's about uh, opinions and everything and and you've got to embrace it now he's just Matt's just asked you about obviously your future I want to know about Leeds City Centre because I, I loved it when I came down here so what's your favourite places to go in Leeds City Centre for food to the family I know you are have put him it. on the spot <laughs> I'm not a stalker by the way I'm not going to follow your favourite places yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> now I see you every time in my coffee shop <laughs> hi <laughs> uh, no, nah, I, I really like uh, city center. I, even I said that even before. I love it. Just um, even when friends are here uh, for for visiting, and just my family is here, and that they they love it as well. So um, yeah, I walk to the city center. Obviously, some fans come and ask for a picture, but they're always always nice and um, yeah supportive and yeah. So I have quite a few places um where I go because i i like to uh, go for coffee um i would say North Star coffee is quite good for me and um in in city centre is
0: quite a good there's a couple of free coffees coming his way now <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> he got the, he's got the <laughs> yeah, <plug> hopefully, in. <laughs> ho- hopefully 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 <laughs> I enjoyed the Greek street down there. There was a lot of good restaurants down there. I think you're dating yourself there, Bridget. That's, yeah, uh... I've dated myself big, Sam. So it's, it's probably closed down nowadays. <laughs> um, what do you find? I mean, I suppose Germany's
1: not too dissimilar, but um, how do you find the weather this time of year when you're having to step out on Ellen Road pitch in the freezing cold after it's snowed and that?
2: <laughs> yeah, That's the right question for the last few days. Huh? Yeah. It <laughs> was snow, next day was 15 degrees and sun. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had um, I had friends over from from Germany, and um, I said, yeah, you know, the weather here is not bad, but it's just different three times per day. So we started yeah. with snow, then um, yeah, next day was like like you imagine weather in Spain. It was fifteen degrees and nice and warm, and then today was raining again. So yeah,
1: <laughs> at Thorpe Arch, who's the one? Who's the last out of the changing room when it's when it's cold? Who doesn't want to go out and train? The last, I would say.
2: I don't know if it's uh, because of the weather, but most of the time it's uh, Creole
0: Billy. <laughs> oh, okay. I believe that.
2: <laughs> Could be uh, because of the weather as well,
0: training, uh. <laughs> The training the ground obviously this week, you've said, is very cold, but the preparation going in for the, the remainder of the season, but mainly this massive game coming up against Wolves um, before we hit the international break. What's, what's, the, um, what's it been like? What's the preparation been up to?
2: Yeah, obviously, like like you said, is a massive game for us, and uh, yeah, so we we try to get all yeah all our players back together. I think we have quite a few players coming back from injury as well. So like Rodri, Pat was out a few few days. Uh, Luis is back now, so it's good to good to have them all back now and um, back in training and um, for the games, obviously. And um, they all played a little bit on on the weekend, but. Um, yeah, now it's um, it's about getting getting them back into the team, into training, and prepare the the best for for the weekend again. And we know after that it's like it's a national um, team break. And um, yeah, so we we put everything into to this game. And yeah, then after that we have a bit uh, more time to the next game.
0: That was one of the big things for me, looking at the team sheet at the weekend against Brighton. Uh, you know, all the talk about how strong the bench was as well. So, comp- competition for places now, mm-hmm. you boys will be th- thriving on it. Now, as a player, I, we used to embrace that. So, obviously, you guys, it keeps you on your toes, doesn't it, to want to keep that spot on the 11 now. We've got such a strong team and everybody's fit again.
2: Yes, it's brilliant for us to, to get everyone back into the team and into training. So... Yeah, like you said, it's, it's good for everyone to to push their own limits and then uh, even push the team limits and um, yeah, even getting strong uh, players from the bench. So we have we have enough quality in the team and um, yeah, it's great great to have everyone or nearly everyone back now.
1: I know we've got uh, an international break coming up and there'll be several players going off for for those games. But um, with a new manager in, how how crucial could it be to have that break and try and get his ideas instilled still further. Will that give us? Uh, will we benefit from that break? Do you think?
2: Yeah, like I said before, so we have massive game now on the weekend, and then after that we have like a bit more time. So one week without, without a game to prepare, and then you have um, obviously more time to, to work on some things. Um, he wants to to get into the team, and um, yeah, I think it it will be good for us to and for him as well to to have like a week without a game and uh, without uh, the pressure and preparing the game on the weekend. So, yeah, I think um, it will be, will be good for us.
0: Robin, I've got one question or just a message for you to pass on for me, please. Ziggy Arinaldi, the assistant manager, Make sure, you, I played with Ziggy at Carlisle United, just tell him Michael Bridges says hello, mate, and I wish him all the best for the rest of this season. He's a good guy, so look after him.
1: I will do, I will do. Thank you. Amazing. We'll we'll
0: let you go now, Robin. Um, we really
1: appreciate um, you coming on to talk to us and uh, and also the performances you've been putting in. And uh, just wish you all the best with uh, with everything we've got coming up. It's not going to be easy, but um, you've got it in you. Thank you very much. Uh, all good? Yes. Brilliant. Oh, we got brilliant there. <laughs> well, uh, there we go. Robin Cock, who uh, described our interview technique as brilliant, you all heard there. Uh, that's not bad, eh, Bridgie? Mate, I'm chuffed a bits with that.
0: I'm going home <laughs> a happy man now. <laughs>
1: So um, we just obviously chatted to him briefly about Wolves there and in the international break. Uh, how do you feel about all this? This Wolves game seems to have become, I mean, every game now is massive, but this one in particular before the break and with the way results have gone and some other fixtures this weekend, it's now become a, a pretty bloody
0: big game, hasn't it? Every game at the end of the season is going to be. But what was refreshing to hear how he's talking about the, you know, the new style of the manager, what they've come in. The lads are working on it, and we as fans mm. can see it. I think we're mm. playing with a lot more width in the game. There's an understanding of when we need to press, when we don't need to press. Um, and I think, I mean, I was even just looking at Jack Harrison in the Fulham defeating the FA Cup, coming mm. on and playing with a smile on his face, and then he, you know, he was going through the motions in the game against Brighton, but he came up with a moment of brilliance. You know, he's playing a lot wider as the team are. And I think what Robin's saying there, like you say, going forward, um, this game they'll be coming off the, you know, the back of a defeat to Newcastle United. Lopetegui, we've we've definitely seen a, them change their style in their formation under Lopetegui, and we've seen it under Javier as well. Uh, I've I've seen what I've what I've really enjoyed, Matt, is seeing a not just a plan A. We've had a plan B and a plan C. Yeah. We've had changes in formation with players. We've had changes in yeah. personnel, and it hasn't just been like for like that we saw under Jesse. Um, so that is really really positive. If sees the game and he understands it and what i what i loved was that game against brighton the tactics as much as we forget about stats right yeah because they outpassed us they outplayed us there was a game plan and it was to set a trap and not allow them to play through us and i thought you know that in a short space of time to work on a team like brighton to get a result at home that's what it's all about so the boys (laughs) will have got credit from that and the wolves game is huge
1: and if you compare the stats actually yeah okay like you said they outscored us on on every metric but if you compare the stats that they that they put Brighton posted against us compared to their last few games mm-hmm. actually we did a damn good job compared yeah. to the the opposition they faced um we we we, we limited them to yeah. um to a lot less than 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 some other teams have in recent memory um so I think you're absolutely right uh, Wolves again will be another big test in terms of I think it's going to have to be a completely different game plan um but as we just mentioned there, you know we're looking for goals. We just scored two, slightly fortuitous on at least one of them maybe. But like you mentioned there, the bench, we've yeah. we've we've got players coming back now, haven't we? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, that, and that that is huge because like I say give, you're looking over your shoulder as a player in that 11 going if I'm not performing I'm getting a kick up the backside here or I'm getting dragged off so it keeps you on your guard and competition for places as long as they've got that harmony in the group and everybody's fighting yeah. and up for the fight and like you say players have come on and changed games and that's what yeah. you want you need people to inspire you from the bench and you know Nonto coming on the other day he, he would have been upset that he missed out and he came on and how dynamic was he man it's mm-hmm. just brilliant absolutely brilliant so that's all, it's all positive Signs at the moment, even considering the position that we are in, um, and I'm really excited about this this game um, against Wolves. Well, let's hope
1: all that excitement results in some positive results this weekend. Um, that's that's going to be all from us this week. Big thanks to to Robin Cock for joining us um, and that little bit of uh, of insight into how it's all going. And also thank you to you, Bridgie. I know you're incredibly busy these days. So thanks, everyone. And um, fingers crossed we'll be back
0: next week with
1: some excellent
0: news for you after, after the weekend. We will have some excellent news. And well done to you, mate. You, you, you're good at this stuff, you know. You wouldn't think um, it, would you?
1: <laughs> it's the stress, I think it is. The stress f- forces me to perform. I think that's what it is. Hopefully the lads will have the same experience. We'll see. Top man. Look forward to the next one. Look after yourself, mate. See you all next week.